What's up, email geeks? Welcome back to another Feedback Friday. This week, we're joined by Paige, who's an email developer at Hims and Hers. We love these emails for the good typography, consistent design elements, and great product imagery. Big fan of these, so let's jump right in. This episode is sponsored by Influence. From subject lines to pre-header text, call to action button placement, email content, header images, and more, you can test up to five versions of an email with the Influence Marketing Platform. Get a demo at the link below. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. So, name's Paige. I've been doing email for around five years. Started in design and always had a development background, but not that great. A simple one and ended up doing emails. I previously worked at VRBO and Homeway and currently work at Pins and Hers. Fantastic. Do you want to start off with this first email? How did this email come about? You know, what were some challenges on it? So this in particular is a launch email. So this was a new product that hadn't been on the site yet. This email in particular was the first launch email I did looking at hymns and hers and they gave me a lot of time and so there's a lot of small things I did with this one but in general it was to launch a product and give more information I think collagen is sort of a a different type of product not a lot of people know about so really giving some information on that and driving to the site we love it there's so much to see and and do in this email honestly it does almost feel like a website in some ways i mean using all these live text hover effects how does something like this i guess sort of get kicked off do you sort of receive a brief or something or are you given a design or you just kind of here's some screenshots here's the copy that we want to include and you get started it will depend on like how big or what kind of emails we're working on but something like this that is a launch it's a bigger marketing effort obviously because there's a lot of people making assets So this will have a brief and go to a copywriter first and I'll work with the design team for assets and see mocks of the site. Our site is very clean and and pretty easy to implement into email. So a lot of the site's blocks are already coded out just to match the site. A lot of it is, is kind of matching what we're doing on the site just implementing it into email. How did you go about like all these different like little enhancements, like you said, like this thing has custom web fonts, there's hover effects. How do you pick and choose the ones that you want to do or you just kind of have a checklist of things that you maybe do in an email? I always like using that little bounce effect. And because this one had three colors and we wanted to show those, I like throwing that in every once in a while. I don't think it particularly helps um, (laughs) engagement that much. I just think it's fun. I just added it in for the fun of it. Email geeks, I guess, find it interesting. I don't know if the general user is like... So how do you explain that to someone though? So you're like, okay, I'm going to add in this effect. It's not going to work a lot of the times, but when it does, it's going to be tight. Is that like kind of what you say? Or I don't know. I just add it in and no one really knows. And if they see it in their test, they're like, oh, cool. This is not really affecting anything. Yeah. I did it the other day and my coworker noticed and I was like, yeah, you noticed. (laughs) Yeah. I feel the same way with adding some hover effects once in a while on CTAs. I'm like, it's a subtle change, but this is pretty drastic at least, but sometimes it's like a transparency or like a color change and people don't really ever seem to notice, but. All of our CTAs, I just have set up in our CSS. So all of the Mm -hmm. CTAs always match. There's two different hovers on our site and I just will swap in between those two, but they do that turn into a border. So I just 
already have that all coded. I think it is a great thing to sort of add into an email near the end or something like that. Because, yeah, it is just a, maybe a couple lines of codes. It doesn't work everywhere, but I think it is fun for you know people if they see it. What other challenges did you have with this email? Anything specific or just a- The whole thing is full width. It was quite challenging to get those boxes on the right and the left to stick to the edges and kind of keep it. I remember I spent a long time doing that. And then they switch on mobile, the images. I just have them switching to look nicer. And there's just a bunch of small things like that in this one. So how long does something like this maybe take you? Or do you are you sort of starting from scratch or maybe using a template? I basically have the entire site coded out, like all of the modules. So I'll switch in and out. I remember this one in particular, I was given a lot of time. So I, I messed around a lot with it. Um, and there was a lot of different iterations. But normally, since we are a startup, things are pretty quick and I'll make them in a day before doing a quick launch. But I, I think this one I sat and messed around with for a bit because I had some time. Do you get any sort of insights on maybe how this email performed or? We do have some learnings and we also, we technically did a test on this one. There was a completely different version. That was what we called a short form. And it was testing this long form that had a lot of information and kind of give you more ideas of how you could use collagen or why you want to use collagen. And then the other one was very vague and was just sort of like our packaging and like check it out and some quick points on it. So we we got some learnings from that in general and sort of apply that to some future things. A lot of our products are very different because we have like RX side and OTC side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our learnings, we have to like repeat what we're doing again for other stuff. But it was interesting to kind of see if people were interested in learning more. It kind of depends on how complicated our product is. Speaking of other products, I guess, there's this other HERS email, which is very similar. What's the difference between working on these two brands? Are they pretty similar? Yeah, we recently had updated as well that they're almost identical and like the fonts are the same. The big difference is the colors and a bit different on the tone. Like if you read some of this copy, we have different points. It's more focusing on the ingredients and things like that. And then this matches how this the her site works. So there's those little like pointy outy things. <laughs> um, but that matches what the her site looks like. So those are like the subtle differences of that. And they also use icons on the her site. Yeah. Luckily, the fonts are the same. Tone tends to be very similar. Packaging is usually just flipping the logo. So gotcha. you can usually use similar images. Why isn't this like an all-image email? I could easily see this being an all-image email. So why are you taking the extra time to do these design best practices? I've just never made all-image emails. <laughs> I always do it. So I do, I do see the points to why some people do use all-image emails. But I think if you have the time and capabilities, it's better to do it in live text when you can. Um, you know, you can have your phone hover effects. But <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, there is there is some like tiny downfalls like this heart emoji, I think, had some it's got a little bit of spacing issues and you just kind of work around it. But and it's easier to do that if it was an image. And in the long term, all of this is already coded. And so I can reuse it. Yeah, I was going to say, were you able to use that first template for this one a bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is basically the, the same email, just different colors. I did redo the bottom part. So what kind of tools, I guess, do you use when you build your emails? Because I was a designer, even though I'm a developer, I still use Dreamweaver, which I think 
<laughs> the developers <laughs> questionable about Dreamweaver, but I mainly use Dreamweaver. Um, and if I'm designing something, I'll just design it in code. And then we'll use Sketch and Photoshop as well for editing photos. And then Litmus, of course, we're testing. And then we send with Brace. So this one is a pretty simple, shorter form email, just kind of pushing towards downloading the app. I really like these little elements on the side that at least stood out to me. When I use background images, I'm always trying to use them as like a, sometimes I use them as the main image, but I'm trying to use them as like a thing that adds something to it and works if it's not there. So in this case, the pills and the gummies are sort of the background image. So if they're gone, it still works. And it, it matches how we marketed it. Our designer had come up with this like, all of these siloed out gummies and pills and stuff. And I think it really, it's a very subtle thing, but it makes it a little different for an app launch type email, which a lot of them look the same. You know, you've got to show the app and the phone. So I think it adds yeah. a little something. I do like these sort of being those badges or something versus a CTA. Cause I feel like download our app is kind of a bummer CTA. So I kind of like that you split them and yeah, I remember that was a whole discussion as well. We had multiple different versions of this before we finally did it. There was the top one was a button and the button, bottom were badges and the reverse. And then I don't, I don't remember why we ended up with two badges, but there was a whole discussion about what would be best. Because there was a landing page. But. I think the one note I had maybe on this, if there was some like animation here, but I think that maybe isn't the main focus of this email. So... I think sort of having that focus beyond the CTAs and the why you should download the app is probably the better way to do that. Yeah, I think they were um, finishing the app as we were finishing the email. Startup life. Yeah, things usually tend to happen like that. So I guess this is almost more potentially like maybe like an onboarding email or something. So do you, do you guys have a whole transactional side of your emails or is it mainly promotional? I would say actually the majority of our emails are transactional or account type things since we are mainly a telemedicine company and it's asynchronous telemedicine there's so many different notifications and emails and follow-ups that we need to constantly be sending out to a majority of different flows because we have different medicines that require different things and so there's a it's not just a product we're selling a product plus the process with it plus the follow-ups and the return visits. And I think that was like one of the things that really excited me about joining Hens and Hers because I knew how much it would be on like the back end technical side of all the different emails and all the things that needed to be set up in order to make this sort of thing run. So when you joined, were some of those things already in place or did you build a lot of those? A lot of them were in place. Uh, we sort of switched the way we did our business as I was joining so a lot of things needed more advanced notifications. There was a lot of things that got more advanced on our platforms, therefore needed more emails to support. And I think as well, we're always constantly finding the ones that need to be updated that are older, that could be improved. So a lot of our tests are against old creative because there's a lot. Of, yeah. So there was some stuff set up, but there's a lot of stuff we had to set up as we've created this new process. I think we have one more to check out. Uh, a very like newsletter-y sort of email. How would you describe this one? A uh, newsletter-y type email. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even almost feel like a newsletter, but you know, I think 
these different sections really calling out articles that you have and new featured products. I think it's like a smart approach to maybe just like a content demo of, of, of information. We have a hands version of this as well. We try and send this out monthly. This, I think, was the first one we sent out. So it has more of a broader, we try to use the articles that have done well in the past. But we, we tend to like focus them on specific themes, like a skin one or whatever sort of relevant right now. And then sometimes we'll take out this product module and focus more on just like education. Mm-hmm. Really just trying to, this one's less about like transactional and more just sort of promoting our community and um, as a resource for health related or just general information pertaining to what his and hers is about, as well as promoting some of our other ways of interacting with the brand like social. We love this section. I think really showcasing a specific channel, even in this big block, is you know what a lot of brands should be doing when they're talking about pushing traffic towards a specific social channel. And I know Instagram is probably huge for you, your brand. So I think this definitely is a great module. Do you have some sort of like design system in place or how do you kind of keep track of all these different modules that you're using? So depending on, on the marketing side, I just sort of have like long form, has all the module templates saved out um, in HTML. On the transactional side, there's obviously, there's more like robust um, content blocks saved into our phrase, whatever that thing's <laughs> embrace. I have like a an envision saved out of all the different modules. So if someone comes to us for something, we can be like, and they all have names. So you can be like, pick these things for this and just kind of let us know if they want specific modules. That way it's all sort of set up already. I was always really impressed with the amount of legalese that you guys have here how is it so small i thought there would have to be like tons of disclaimers and stuff like that these four don't really have rx in them we do have a tiny disclaimer that's like two lines if it is prescription but none of these emails are prescription yeah but we do have a very small line of i said way more line of legal in Hawaii. (laughs) yeah and um yeah, it's nice. So is there like a way that you kind of get around that just by pushing people towards these different pages, you know, privacy terms of service? I think the the prescription one has some pretty stronger lines. Like that one's obviously a little more specific. And then if we do things like show before and afters, we have a line for that. But this one is just pretty straightforward. So we don't have to have this much on this one. What is one thing you thought you knew about email that you now totally understand differently about email? I think in terms of just like email in general, especially right now, it's interesting to see a lot of focus on email and how important it is and how useful it is as a free resource. I think in general, just as I've worked in email, seeing how much what you do and change like small minute things can really impact the business in a strong way and be like a big driver. probably a lot of things I've learned. There's a lot of random things that I know about email code that are ingrained in my head forever that are just really random things. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I loved walking through your email. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. So we can find you online on on Twitter, anywhere else we should look? (laughs) Not on Twitter. You're not? (laughs) Okay, we'll just look at your really good emails profile. That's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you Googled my name, you I have a website, but like, that's like very old. Don't look at that. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for always updating really good emails. We'll keep at it. We'll keep at it. 
Thanks again to Influence for sponsoring this episode. Book your demo with the link in the video description.